welcome to 814 Grounded Podcast. Here's our host, Rachel Allen. All right, well, welcome everyone to 814 Grounded Pod. I'm Owen and I are here on this lovely, again, it's cold here in the Northern Hemisphere in southwestern Pennsylvania. We haven't had a break in the weather. So we're here on this frosty day and we're excited to offer another podcast um, to you from us. And this is about imagination and manifestation and inviting this power of imagination to ground that into action. And this is something that that I uh, do often, so I thought it would be a lovely practice to share some of the process of this um, and the way that I engage with it in, in the hopes that it can be helpful to you for lots of reasons. So the imagination, everything was once an idea, right? Everything that's around us was once an idea. The internet was once an idea. Um, An organization that I have been affiliated with for, oh my goodness, over 25 years, the Bottleworks Ethnic Arts Center. I remember when that was an idea, and I remember the manifestation of that idea and the growth and how that idea has been sustained in programming and community outreach. So this is this practice of coming into space with an idea and coming into that space with an idea that comes from the imagination and then having that come to life, breathing life into that. And this is something for myself as a freelance practitioner of the healing arts. uh, I've never applied for a job ever, except for when I was in college and worked in like the service industry and restaurants and retail. But in my professional life, and I'm 51 years old, I've never applied for a job through an ad or um, I guess what you would call traditional work sort of process. Um, I've always created work, created work and expanded work and sustained work. So this is a process that, that is familiar to me, and that doesn't mean that it is any less hard or scary <laughs> because it's familiar, because you're creating something that didn't exist before, whether it's an experience, uh, a um, program. And a lot of what I have found in my own work, I do a lot of community-based work with trauma-sensitive yoga, and it's a lot of that takes place place in collaborative process, which is really beautiful. It's a way of being with other people and having a part, being a part of the whole, not being the whole yourself and your idea or your program, but being part of a larger collaborative process that that draws from collective imagination. And that's a whole experience in and of itself that's really interesting and rich to explore. But today we're going to focus more on just the idea of what this looks like in different ways. So, and I can give the example of uh, my home here and two different examples of the home. One is our home studio. We converted our dining room I should say my husband did all the work. <laughs> I say we we turned over <laughs> our formal dining room and I basically kept the dogs out of the way and uh, kept order while he did the work of um, the construction and the painting and all of that. But our home studio we have here in our neighborhood 
And having this vision of being able to offer practice in a way that is accessible and available to all beings. So our vision here was to have a contribution-based studio. And what that means is that people can come here to practice and their contribution can be what makes sense for them. We have a suggested contribution and people can either make that contribution, make a larger or less contribution. It's done anonymously, so we don't know who is contributing what. And the idea is to just be able to have the practice be more about building a community and creating a place of radical acceptance and hospitality and moving away from transactional to transformational. So that was the idea. And the way that that's manifested has has been more availability to people who wouldn't otherwise have access to practice for lots of reasons. And that's been something that we can consider success. One Saturday, we had four people walk here from this neighborhood. So that's the, the vision here. And, and how we've been able to, to do that is this process of what does this look like and who's here, who's not, why not? How do we communicate this idea and how do we invite people into this idea and another example in our home has been also this practice of radical hospitality and finding ways to live that are beyond perhaps what the cultural normative way of living is a family our family for the past probably six years or more has practiced radical hospitality, meaning that we've taken people in to our home that were acquaintances, sometimes strangers, sometimes from other parts of the world, sometimes those that were in great need, other times those who just needed a place to land temporarily. But this practice of of widening our circumference of love, which is what we talked about last week, and again, this is a practice that has has not been, um, I would say, very easy. Uh, sometimes when people have landed here, they've had great need, and we've had to find ways to support people while having our own boundaries in our own home, as well as find ways to be in abundance in a lifestyle and, and in a home that, that is not um, you know, particularly affluent or wealthy. So it's, it's a constant learning process for us, but we have found in this practice of, of having people in our home, of, of providing sanctuary, that we have learned a lot about ourselves. We've learned a lot about the world that we live in. And it is, again, we're, we're imagining something that is not in the space of the cultural norm. So that's part of this practice is, you know, challenging our fears and our basic assumptions so if we, we have this idea that we want to live outside the cultural norm, we have to imagine something other than an existence of acquisition and upward mobility. We have to imagine a way of being that is relational and non-transactional, one that is steeped in the belief in the inherent goodness of humanity and the awareness that we are part of the ecosystem here on the planet. We're part, we're not above, but we're part of the diversity of species of life. So in this invitation to connect to the power of imagination, in this invitation to live and or perhaps 
you know, be in a, in a space creating that is outside the cultural normative, you know, capitalistic way of being, we have to come into the imagination. And it's not some, you know, I don't like to think that money is the enemy, but it's what's challenging is our elevation of the status of money, of the system that we live in that ranks various identities. The idea that we have commodified and and packaged spiritual practices, and that's, I think, highly problematic. So that we have this hyper-focus on the individual rather than the community. And we have an economics of affluence and a politics of oppression rather than an economics of equality and a politics of justice. So, So this is, you know, looking at how this potentially can be out of balance and not sustainable in the long term. When we look at unlimited growth and acquisition in biology, it's called cancer. So so this idea of imagining a different way of being in our lives, imagining a different way of perhaps interacting with people on this planet, going outside our circumference that we talked about last week, so this is what we're talking about when we talk about this, you know, power of imagination. And if, if we're, the way that we're not living is sustainable, how can we imagine something else? If you are feeling that you're not accessing your full potential, maybe there's a, a lack of understanding how to move into that potential. And that can look like lots of different ways. Maybe... Maybe changing the way you live is not where you're at right now, and that's fine. Being where you are. But maybe there's a call that you have had, but you're not sure how to step into that call. You know, so this I'm giving the examples of our home and our lifestyle, and that may or may not resonate with you. So what I'm um, suggesting is not that you <laughs> that we all live the same way and we all uh, but we all find ways to use the imagination to manifest for ourselves what feels right for us, what is our authentic way we can show up and be in service in this world, and in a way that is sustainable for ourselves, for the communities we live in, and for our planet. So I will invite you into this process through a little bit of a guided meditation And I'll encourage you to listen twice. First, as a meditation, and invite here the imagination and the collective imagination of other beings who are doing this work in the world and, and is unfolding. And, you know, being present to the meditation the first time. And then I encourage you to listen again with a notebook, a journal, and something to write with. Of course, using electronics is, is you know, an option. But there's something elegant about coming into this space of the imagination with a physical device such as a pen and paper. There's, you know, the ability to doodle and, and do different things that, that are um, available to us in this space. So I will invite you here 
And I'm going to share a little sound with this practice. So I'll invite you here into the space of grounding, noticing where you are in space and time. Feeling where your body is supported by perhaps a chair, the floor. And orienting yourself to space and time, noticing what's around you in your environment. If you like, you can close your eyes or you can let your gaze softly focus somewhere where you won't be distracted. And then inviting yourself into your breath. Feeling the breath enter on the inhale. Feeling the breath release on the exhale. And finding your way to a nice, full, deep breath cycle where you can experience the expansion on the inhale and the release on the exhale. So moving the breath in and out of your body As you breathe, notice there's this sense of being held where you're supported in space and time. And allow yourself here before we move into the heart and soul of the meditation to just allow your body to just move a little bit, maybe the head and the neck. Maybe move in a little bit of a circular way. I find that movement can be very helpful in entering into this space of imagination. Breathing in, breathing out, allowing that movement to just organically, maybe it's subtle, maybe it's really big. slowly finding your way back to stillness. And then we're going to invite ourselves into this place of inspiration, calling in the energy of inspiration, which is the, for me, a foundational practice to access the imagination. So thinking about for you, in this space, what makes you come alive? Thinking about what feeds your soul. Practicing inspiration regularly is really important. So thinking about drawing into that space, whether it's a quote that speaks to you, maybe there's this practice of being in nature, 
Maybe it's the act of creating, whether it's a meal or indulging yourself with just doodling and the Zen tangle or whatever, making sound and music. But whatever opens your heart. yourself from that space to call in the imagination. What can you imagine for yourself? What call to your heart has shown up that has implored you to perhaps look at a different way of living and perhaps creating something? Maybe it's about creating something, a book, a project, a business, shape so here when in this space of creating and imagining whether that be a different way of living that's sustainable offering that of your potential to the world through the creation of a business a program book, a story, a poem? What do you already have to make this happen? What already exists? And what do you need to make this happen? What do you already have and what do you need? And how does this feel authentic to you? To your potential, to your nature? And what values are aligned here in this offering, in this idea, in this imagination? What values? Who else is here? Is this a collaborative effort? Is this a partnership or alliance of some sort and in this space of noticing who else is here what do they have to offer so this is the beginning of your process working with imagination and ideas a lot of where we are now in this world we have to imagine a different way of being that's sustainable So this is a process that we can engage in. And again, this idea of being part of the whole, whatever we have to offer doesn't exist in a vacuum. 
So as you continue to hear the music, allow yourself to bring into that awareness again, that practice of inspiration, imagination, and the process of manifestation. What do I already have? What do I need? How is this authentic and what values are aligned here? Who else is here? And what do they have to offer? place of humbleness, authenticity, and fierce love for all beings and the planet. And may your offering be an essential part of the collective shift towards wholeness and transformation. Namaste. Thank you for listening to 814 Grounded Podcast. If you wish to see more and to interact with us behind the scenes, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle at 814GroundedPod. You can also reach us directly by emailing 814GroundedPod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this show, please tell a friend about us. That would be the greatest compliment. We would also appreciate if you would write us a review and leave a five-star rating wherever you found this podcast. 